Yo, yo, yo. What's up, people? Welcome. Welcome to Pops Talk. It's episode number four. Now let's keep this shit going. Hey, man, I'm trying to jive up here. See what kind of vibe I'm a. I had so many angles I wanted to put on this show. I've already had a couple mistakes. Where. Man, I really wanted to think about how, how I wanted to go in with four because I've I've went in on here there. It's kind of random. It's it's all over the place. There's a couple of, 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 of key points I did get to make uh, to build the foundation of this show. Um, I, I really think uh, in, in a lot of shows, you kind of got to wonder, who, well, who's this character? Who's this cat that I'm listening to? What is his credentials? Where does he come from? What's his story? Is he a college guy? Is he a, is he a bum? Is he a homeless? Is he... You know, uh, shit by the title of the show, Pops Talk. Little idea who I am. I'm a grandpa, dad, husband, brother, friend, mentor sometimes, tyrant sometimes. Hey, check this out. I'm a. Uh, I put down a little something to uh, really reflect on. I mean, what? Who are you really, man? Who? Who are these? What kind of? Who are you, man? This cat. That these people are going to take, you know, half hour out of their time to listen to an episode. Um, so, man, here here I am in a nutshell. Mario Jesus Sinsun. Born November 3rd, 1969. Stockton, California. To Raul and Helen seen soon so born in stockton california uh we grew up in a low-income neighborhood uh southeast stockton like real south uh 8th street nightingale one of the notorious intersections of the hood i'll call it the hood because i can um we were part of the T intersection of uh, Somerset and Cambria. Man, old school. That was home base for uh, hide and seek. We had a light pole uh, right in front of our yard. We had the Smiths that lived next to us. And, um, man, there was probably about a good 20 of us that in, in our neighborhood uh, within about a five-year age um, generation. And... Uh, Man, we had good times, man. 70s, you know, outdoors running around like that, that. That was probably the most fun. I'm not going to give the 70s too much credit because parenting back in those days was fucked. <laughs> At least for a lot of us. Um, you hear a lot of people saying, oh, man, I had this problem. I had that problem. I had this this bad childhood, this bad childhood. Um, yeah, I, I don't think that being a good parent was really in fashion back then. So no no discredit to the parents. You know, you all did what you had to do. Um, but... Uh, parenting is a big deal. You'll you'll hear that from me because uh, that's what I pride myself on as being my biggest accomplishment is what kind of parent I turned out to be. Um, so yes, from the south side of Stockton, uh, Montezuma Elementary School, all my Montezuma Indians from the east side, south side. Um, then went on to uh, Edison. Actually, my, my high school career took me all over, I think, San Joaquin County. Not too proud of that, but it is what it is. Transparency is key. Remember that. 
public knowledge anyway, by the way. No sense hiding that. Can't lie my way out of that one. It is what it is. Um, hey, man, Ian, so being a kid down there in the ghetto, man, hard neighborhood, tough, man. Got into my street scraps, my fights with my, my, my neighborhood people, man. I still love them, though, regardless. You know, I'd probably bro hug them today. You know, we jumped on the roast together, ran through the fields together, hopped over everybody's yard, fences, and getting into mischief. Man, that was a fun time. Um, I wish I could have had, uh, you know, trips to Yosemite and, you know, Alpine Lake and Santa Cruz. <laughs> but, hey, that just wasn't my card. So, it, it uh, let's, let's move on, man. Let's, uh, it, it's, I, I got to tell you, though, man, when I was living in that – those times, you know, I was uh, I wasn't the greatest student, so school wasn't my big jive. I don't even remember a whole lot of school memories, but I do have a lot of sports memories. I played three sports as a kid. I played, of course, little league soccer, and I played uh, pop Warner football. And uh, man, all three would the man. I was a, uh, I say, man, I I I was always on an all star team. So, man, I, I had a blast. Had a blast as a child athlete. Uh, all-star pitcher and you know Montezuma Little League uh for those of you who know what all about Montezuma Little League back when it existed in the 70s whoo you ever watch that movie Hardball with Keanu Reeves yeah (laughs) that was Montezuma Little League right there (laughs) a splitting image I tell my kids when we first watched that show um that movie back in the day I told them yep that was my little league I got I got team pictures to prove it too and one Mexican (laughs) <laughs> one Mexican, one white kid. So we just leave the rest on the table. Um, anyhow, anyhow, man, yeah, great athlete, man. I had a lot of fun. Uh, soccer, soccer. I played, um, you know, football. Uh, I played it for three years, and uh, my last year, you know, good, good enough to. Uh, I made a a traveling team, uh, one of the first traveling teams here in town, uh, Stockton Cosmos. I'll be honest with you, man. I, I'm real sad that I, you know I wasn't in the financial lane to keep up with some of these cats, the teammates I had on this team. They were all our Lincoln Village West, and those of you from Stockton, um, y'all know Lincoln Village West uh, kids. And back then, back then we didn't have Brookside, we didn't have Spanos Park. So if you were at Lincoln, and you were or St. Mary's, you were you, you know you know who you were. Um, so anyway, I, I did have the experience at a young age to 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 rub elbows with uh, with that group, and it was an experience. I mean, they they took me under their wing uh, respectfully and uh, ex- exposed me to to what was possible. Um, coming from a poor family, you know, you couldn't pay for these traveling teams. They were new uh, and they cost. Uh, we had two uniforms, duffel bags, sweatsuits. That, that was unheard of. That shit was, that shit, not, man, I was so proud of that. Man, <laughs> and legit, too. Our uniforms, man, those bad boys were slick. Red, white, and blue. Uh, we had white jerseys. Oh, man, they were, they were tight. Um, unfortunately, man, all my sports pictures got ruined or lost um, in my dad's move back in the day. So I have none of those pictures. I wish I would have had some of those at least. Uh, we went all up and down and around. Uh, when I say traveling team, we were up and down and around uh, Sacramento, Area, Modesto. Um, we were badass. I think uh, I can only remember losing three games. And two of them came uh, at the feet of uh, Pleasanton Ajax. Ooh, yeah, they, those were our nemesis. Uh, always played them hard. They always played us hard. It was always a one nothing game or um, 
or two one. It was always tight. It was never a high scoring game. It was always a lot of defense and a lot of hustle and physical games. And I'm gonna tell you, man, those boys I played with on that team, those boys were some legit football players. So those of you who half ass remember me that might come across this podcast by some miracle, um, man, thanks for the times. That was fun. Um, baseball is what it is. That was my, my probably my first love. Um, real good at that. That was fun. Uh, thought I had baseball figured out pretty good. I got the blessing of, of pitching real well, so I was always on the mound, always batting fourth, third, what have you. Uh, it was it was good times. Good times. Uh, football. Football was a whole nother story, though, man. That was a – oh, man, Eastside Lions, what up? Uh, that was a badass team. I think we, we lost one game, and that was to the Tracy Raiders. Uh, that was a fun team. J.D. Barese, the Wares, Paul, uh, Brian, I think it was, Brian Ware. Uh, I don't know if I should be throwing names out like that, but, hey, big ups to y'all. <laughs> uh, that team was legit. I was a kicker, punter, uh, tight end, defensive back. I was always on the field. That was that was a good times. Um, so, Pop Warner, that was, that was fun too. So, coming out, coming out of that as a kid, you know, um, going into high school, you know, I, th- I thought I was going to go into high school and play big, big time high school sports. But unfortunately, like I said, this is a life and journey and, and it's a story of, of ups and downs. And, and around that time, you know, we really, my family was struggling, my parents. And well, you're just not being good parents when you're struggling. So they were not being good parents and they kind of let me go through the cracks. No more sports, no more. Nobody wanted to take me, you know, woes me. Uh, nobody wanted to take the kid to practice or games. And so I just kind of seen the stress it caused my parents and I quit. Unfortunate. So don't ever let your children see your problems so deep and so so out there that they just say, fuck it, I'm done. Um, and if you do do that, well, that's kind of fucked. Well, anyway, so that's my take on that. I hope I don't want to be all down, Debbie Downer. But uh, moving back on to after sports, man. Okay, well, then you get to the years of high school. Man, what kind of high school guy was I? Ooh, maybe I should sit back for this one. Well, I had no idea what the fuck I wanted to do going in. Like I said, I had poor parenting at the time. They just said, please, can you just stay out of trouble? Uh, I'll give it a shot. Uh, first thing I did when I got on the campus was, what kind of trouble can I get into? Who's not going to class? I want to go kick it with them. Then I got introduced to the marijuana back in there, and then that's where it was a bad thing. Uh, take me out of class and go get high. Drinking too, though. I was drinking. Uh, next thing you know, though, I was man doing every kind of drug there was out there. But unfortunately, by the time I was sixteen, I was exposed to um, you know some other bad parents, and who allowed us to just run amok. Um, but I, I gotta give it to him. I, I love those people. They, they become a second family to me and they do pull themselves out of chaos just like I did. And, and they're good people today. And so, uh, miss y'all, uh, you know who you are. Um, but you know, we did what we did and it is what it is. And, and it was all learning. Like I can't chalk up everything. I, I'll call it as a bad experience, but it's everything's a learning experience. I learned from all of it. Um, so yeah, man, I went through high school ups and downs. You know, I wasn't a good student at all. Didn't really graduate. I got my GED said, fuck it. Let me get out of here. Let me get into the real world, which was a mistake. Um, but 
you know, girls and drugs, that was probably my biggest hang up in school. So uh, parents, uh, don't let your boys get into that shit. Keep them active. Keep their mind focused. Give them an activity to focus on not girls and, 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 and drugs. Uh, so uh, we get a, uh, one day I'm going to have a, a, a rant just on parents. I'm going to blast some parents, but I'm also going to give credit to a lot of the parents who influenced me to be the parent that I am today. Um, so, but through high school, man, it was ups and downs. And I think my best year was my senior year. And, you know, I got into all kinds of shit. You know, I got introduced to uh, theater, you know, um, and I think the year right before I had helped out my uncle, an uncle, Jesus, he gave me, uh, he got me a, a summer job. I was, you know, struggling at the time. And he's like, hey, man, you need to want something to do. And so he got me a job. Uh, we were a traveling production of Greece. It was a summer youth program, and I helped with the set, build the set, and, and take it down, put it up. It was long days and nights, a lot of performances, lasted a couple months. Uh, but it was a hell of an experience. So my senior year, I was approached by a classmate, and they offered me up. I got my problem, I'm not going to disclose the terms. <laughs> Anyhow, I was going to get a, a, a good mark um for uh participating in a play i said okay that sounds like fun i'm not really doing anything else and i've, I've seen productions before they look like fun uh so i said what is it what do you guys got they said well uh miss castanel wants you to play a part in make in macbeth then I got the terms and I said, uh, you know what, I can use that right now. So I said, yeah, I'll do it. Not know what the hell I was getting into, but I did it anyway. I had a blast. I didn't know half of the shit I was saying. I was ad-libbing left and right. I'm sure my fellow actors were so annoyed with me, but I, I muscled it out. It was fun as fuck. It was an experience. I, I, I grew my friend circle, was got a, it, more positive. Um, and I, I actually jumped into another one. I ended up doing a, a second play. Uh, uh, one Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. <laughs> best performance ever. I was Billy Bibbit. I had to take on a stutter. It was the best. Uh, I had so much fun developing that character. Now I know what it's like to, to develop a character for uh, – apart and so much respect to actors who have to go in and when you see these actors actually become somebody else and not themselves uh yeah you know it's easy to go typecasting and you just gotta play yourself but those who have to turn into somebody else that takes real art um and craft to uh, pull that off i i know all too well how much effort and time it takes and dedication for that so that was a building block of mine uh, becoming who i am today because it was something so positive and so strong that i just held on to it forever because that that year i actually won an award um best supporting actor of the year for uh, that role in in one flow of the cuckoo's nest so all of y'all in that uh drama department over there edison high school man you know who you are that shit was fun <laughs> uh good times good times um but yeah man but you know uh those those times were tough uh but i made it through i made it through so Right after that, though, I turned into a young dad. You know, um, my grandma told me one time, mijo, I don't know why you do some of the things you do, but God has a plan for you. So, yes, I mentioned before, maybe, I think, I will have to do research, but uh, I am, you know, previously married. 
Um, uh, no disrespect. <laughs> I don't want well, to come on here and bash people, but it was not a good situation, obviously. Um, but it is what it is. That's why I said my grandma um, threw it out there. Mijo, you got to go through this. It's just, you know, he had a plan for you to uh, bring into this world um, the amazing, the amazing Jason. So um, now that I see the man that he has become, it's I, I call that 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 woman a prophet. Uh, she knew things. And uh, that was one respect I gave her as her perception on life. And sometimes she did find the half glass full, the glass half full uh, perspective on things. And uh, when she told me that, I thought it stuck with me. And I thought, you know what? You made an agreement with yourself that you were going to be this type of dad. So regardless to what the mom does, doesn't it's not her responsibility to create you as a dad. You're going to have to create yourself as a dad. So how are you going to do that? So it took a lot of maturing at a young age, 20, 22 years old, or 22 years old, 23 years old. That's not a, a good time to try to develop your parenting skills because you still haven't been parented fully yourself. Um, you haven't bumped your head yet enough times to really know what you expect from your children. Let me turn this down. A little music. I don't know if you guys can hear that. Anyhow, so that's that on that, you know, like, so here I am, man, I, I got knee deep in, in, in dad and, you know, I, I was blessed uh, to get a job um, that ended up being my career, uh, the start of my career um, as a meat manager. And, uh, you know, it had medical benefits. That was the key for me. I was, I, I thought I have this little guy, he's going to need medical attention. I can't pay for it. So I have a job now that affords me uh, to take him to the doctor uh, affordably and uh, affords affordably. Yeah, you got it though. Um, it, 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 I was able to take my uh, my child to the doctor anytime I needed to. So that was that was important to me because that's how much my child meant to me. So um, so there I was a parent, man. Then, you know, obviously me and his mom, we didn't work out. And so, you know, I'm a single guy getting my life together. You know, I thought I was pretty distraught about that because I was confused. I didn't know what to do. I was really lost, you know, but I had my job. I had my son, so I had to move on. I had to trek on. Uh, that's where the resilience in my story comes from is, you know, I just didn't give up. I was like, I just got to keep going. So enter into my life, my, 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 my partner, my number one, man, she's a special person, man. This woman, TJ, you know, I love you. Man, you're incredible. You've been here for all these years, just, you know, putting up my shit. <laughs> uh, you've had patience beyond patience with me. I appreciate that. But it's been a journey that both of us, I mean, she came into my life and it was just life changing. I was in a good place when I met her, thankfully, because I don't think she would have been attracted to me as a, as a fuck up. So anyway, we, uh, amen, enter Tamara into my life. And the and man, here goes the, the, the story that just don't quit. Um you know, both of us, we hit the ground running. We were both so spirited and, and, and in love. And it was like, nothing's going to stop us, huh? We got this? We said, yeah, we got this. Let's do this. Huh? Let's do something special. And psh, man, boy, did we. Um, we went on a, on a tear, you know. We started moving up in our job. She got a new job. I got a better position at work and started, uh, you know, with a goal of a position I wanted to acquire. And I, I ended up acquiring that uh, and making a good living. That's what ended up being my career as a meat manager. Um, but you know, being a father, that would, being parents, that was our number one. We took on a lot of faith with, with, with God and, and uh, we were married through the church and, 
and let that be our foundation for our family uh, was going to be based on that. And uh, even though we abandoned it for a minute, we went to sleep. But, you know, I think uh, now we're kind of waking up to, you know, the importance of our faith, uh, especially during these unprecedented fucked up times we're in. Um, so, yeah, that's what that is. Uh, man, but so, yeah, me, you know, as a parent, you know, I gave it all I got. You know, I put all my, I went all in, you know, I was a super dad, you know, if I, if I could do it, if I had the energy to do it, I was going to do it. Did it for the kids, did it for the friends, did it for other people's kids, did it for other family members' kids. I was all over the place, man. But, you know, I handled it, you know, very proud of that time in my life. I got down. I'm going to just pat myself on the back. <laughs> okay. Uh, you got to do that sometimes. You got to know, you got to know you did good at some point. Give yourself credit. Give yourself affirmation that you know you did well. That, make sure you do that for yourself. Um. So yeah, man. I we you know we were a pair. We were a dynamic duo, and we got down, man. We we put it down, and we made it look easy. We made it look good too. Um. So, and man, that was a journey. That was a, a big time journey. We uh we got into baseball in school. Those were our two our two things that consumed us. Um, we were very, my wife was very involved in school, all PTSA. Uh, I backed her up on that one and then did whatever I could do to, uh, you know, if I wasn't on the ball field, <laughs> that's where I spent most of the, my life um, coaching uh, about 15 years, um, all the way up into uh, travel baseball. We ended up in New York and Arizona, Vegas, all over the place. Um, so yeah, that was a big portion of our life. And then just raising the kids, man. And, uh, you know, now shit, here I am. I'm a dad. I'm a grandpa now. That's fucking badass fun shit. Love that. That's, that's, that's good stuff. Um, yeah. So I got this incredible layout, you know, this incredible garden that's been planned out from a long time ago when these guys were just babies. My wife and I, we decided we were going to plan this, these kids and what they were going to become. And, and man, that's what to bring this full circle about having a plan in life, man. You make those plans work, man, and then the fruit that you get from it is, oh, man, it's incredible. It's incredible when you get to say, I grew that. You know, it's 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 powerful. You know it. So here I am with this incredible perspective on life, even given some of the trials that I've pulled myself out of, like I said, even going through the sobriety thing, not truly 100%. But just kicking the drink. Let's just leave it at that. You know, I kicked the drink, and that was my vice, and that was my 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 downfall. So, uh, having the strength and 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 still, even if it's a crutch, um, but something else to use in place to produce po uh, positive outcomes versus tyrant outcomes. You know, hey, I'll take it any day. Um, I, like I said, I'm I'm an advocate, so I, I suggest it. If it could bring you to this chill right here, this cool right here, I mean, shit. Isn't that what you really kind of plan for? You know, so uh, that's what I am. And I think uh, all of us should really uh, play for that just to be chill. All right, man, it's, um, it's running up on me. Like I said, I just really wanted to take this take to give you my credentials, where I come from. I've got all that, you know, in the repertoire, all those experiences, uh, the bad ones, uh, we'll get into some other day that, that gives you the, gives the credentials of being through some shit. Um, here's a small list.
uh, lost a brother to AIDS, uh, lost a dad to cirrhosis, uh, mom uh, to a lung complication, uh, grandma, uh, actually one grandpa never met him. Uh, grandma Mary, since soon she lasted old, you know, 90 something years. She lived a full life. Uh, my abuela, abuela, we called her for short. Um, she passed early in her sixties, um, way too early. Um, so, you know, a lot of important people in my life left, um, early, which left me feeling really just, uh, kind of just chilling all by myself. So I've really had to, uh, learn how to tread water. So when I say about, you know, getting over things and knowing that your, your issues or whatever it is that's holding you down, it may be as big as the ocean. So basically all you need to do is learn how to tread water. And if you've ever tried to tread water in the ocean, you understand that that's a hard as fuck shit to do. <laughs> that is some hard shit to do. You got, you know, the, 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 you got the swells coming in and stuff, you know, but you got to manage. Life's the same way, man. Life's the same way. And if you, you trying to beat that ocean, you're not going to, you just need to learn how to survive, learn how to swim, learn how to tread water. So anyway, man, Hey, well, you know what I want to stay on about, about building, you know, your garden, your family, you know, and having goals and stuff like that. You know, I'm, I'm either, I like the, to stay on the, the reference of, of planting flowers, man. So, you know, planting flowers is not just, you know, go what you're doing at home or how you do it with your kids. You know, you go out in your community and you can plant flowers, just being nice to somebody, you know, it's, it's powerful. And people appreciate it. People respect it. People uh, need it. People are refreshed by it. I, 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 it's, it's amazing how when I intentionally, I am kind to someone, they're a little taken back. They're not, they don't know how to like, are you being creep mode or whatever? They no, no, no creep mode, man. I'm just being nice. <laughs> Chill out, man. <laughs> don't get all worked up. And well, you, nobody's nice to you. So uh, yeah, nobody's nice to them. So they don't know how to take it. They think you're a creep. That's sad. That needs to be that, that that perspective needs to change. But I understand that there are a lot of creepos out there who kind of ruin it for everybody. So let's make sure we're educated enough to 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 distinguish the difference between nice, kind, and a creep. Anyhow, well, that's that. That's your host. That's me. That's who I am. Those are my credentials. Um, it's been a full life. I've had a hell of good experiences along with all the tragic ones. So as far as balance is concerned, I think life has given me a balance of both. So that's why I find myself now not necessarily feeling as victimized as I used to because I just see so much shit growing. So many flowers growing in my family, so many positive things going the right way that I'm so inspired. Um, I, I'm excited to see all of this starting to come. Like I said, we got our third generation now of what I'm going to call the Seen Soon clan. Um, my clan. Uh, I got my third generation coming up with the babies, the uh, the grandbabies. Um, so I'm excited to see that, how we're going to make that generation even stronger than my kids. Imagine that because my kids are badass. Um, so, hey, let's get out of here. It's time to roll. It's episode four. That's more about me, who the hell I am. Um, what I like to do, you know, is 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 share with you, you know, my story. You know, it's just my story. So 
Hey, come back, man. Check it out. You know, we're going to go into something else. Uh, I don't know if that one sat with you a little down or out, but find some inspiration in it somewhere that, hey, don't give up on life, man. It, it'll, it, it'll come back to you um, if, if you work at it, you know, but it's going to take work. So uh, kick it with me, man. We'll try to go on that journey together. Let's go. Let's go do this, man. Let's let's uh, go hand in hand and make this place a better uh, a better place to live, you know? Yeah. Whoa. Too loud. <laughs> Come on, people. It's Pop's talk. This is Mario. I got to get out of here. It's late at night. I probably got to go to bed. Peace. Love you, people.